contemporary dance for me is about life. It's not about perfection and movement. It's almost like it's celebrating the body in any way that it can move. Contemporary dance for me is about people, about dancers, not only choreographer who staged it. And it can change if dancers are changing. It's not static. Where does stillness stand for you in your dance practice? Stillness is the most challenging thing in dance. Sometimes when I'm practicing or preparing some performance, I also try to record myself and watch how does it look and sometimes I see that I'm moving too much. I would like to slow down. I really enjoy to watch the stillness when I watch performance, but sometimes I forget to do it by myself. It's um, not easy because it's not about just standing and doing nothing. It still has to have intention to be still. It's still an energy. Body can be still, but the energy is moving inside this body. Is there also stillness in movement? What I experience when I dance, when I move, sometimes all my body cells are not centered and they're loud and, and I'm moving in a very outwardly way. And then there is a time when I move, but there is a stillness in that movement, I'm very centered. I would say that uh, from my point of view in the movement, I'm not still, I can be calm and kind of find another forces which are moving me to listen to my body. I am not initiating movement, but movement is already existing inside my body, inside my cells. Lengaga body language is called floating, sensation that we are in the water and water is moving the body. We are like seaweeds moved by something. For me, it was not easier to find this sensation, especially when I came to contemporary dance after more than 15 years of professional competitive dance career in ballroom and Latin American dancing. I just did not allow myself to be still in movement. I was trying to create something and always was thinking about how do I look from outside, because in ballroom dancing there are always mirrors around that was making me stiff. After ballroom dancing, when I came to contemporary dance, I had this ballroom body, competitive body. 
I was always analyzing and thinking now I have to be fast, now I have to stretch my arm, now I have to be beautiful, uh, now I have to point my foot or flex it. But I didn't listen to my body, what does my body want right now? I was trying to create movement outside, not listening for the movement happening from inside. Now that there is a stillness, but there is disappearance. The disappearance is a very good image for this. It's like melting, melting into the space with your cells. Melting but not collapsing. What will happen if you collapse? There won't be movement. can just collapse on the floor and there's also beautiful moment in the dance time to time where the energy is collapsed as well and how is melting different melting is about softening your tissues softening your flesh your skin sensing the space with your body not with only with the palms but with the whole surface of your body and again, it's only my, my feeling how I imagine melting when I hear it or when I'm uh, giving this image at my improvisation dance class or when I want to use this quality in some choreography or routine I'm creating. Everybody can uh, feel it differently. But generally it's like you can imagine you're a candle Exactly. It's just actually, it's not collapsing, but changing, changing of the quality, becoming softer. I was never interested in dance as adolescent. I never went to dance classes. I never went to dance schools. And then at some point I discovered dancing really as a way to save my soul, to put my mind somehow to peace and finding freedom in movement was for me the best kind of creative therapy. What role does dance play in your life personally? <laughs> um, I like movement and dance very, very much. I'm not a dancer, unfortunately, at least uh, not uh, institutionally, <laughs> in a way. Uh, but uh, I think movement and uh, and the body and the, the discovery of the body in movement is an essential element. To discover the connection between the movement of the body and the mobility, the solidity of of other parts of the world. We do a lot of work with sensitivity, imagination, space. That's part of the body where the practice to just give yourself over to that, to the elements, to the space, to whatever arises. the weather of the body 
and every day that you wake up, it is its own microclimate, it is its own microcosm of weather that's really specific. You develop an awareness into becoming attuned to what the weather is of your body in any given moment, on a day, in any particular environment. that I'm very interested in is the idea of the internal and the external, how the expression of our inner worlds and experiences somehow manifest externally. Those inner experiences are both restrictive but also kind of expansive. They're restricting and free at the same time. This is also where our beauty comes from and the way that we move idiosyncratically and we each move differently because of our layers of experience, because of our history, because of our situation and our political context. Dance and movement, embodiment, somatic experiences have been vital. I see them intrinsic in everything that I do, including writing, including the 2D work that I do. If I haven't been moving or dancing, there's a massive block for me. It's almost as if I feel my way through something in order to understand it, to create it or articulate it. There's much wisdom, there's much magic in the body Right now we're living in the age of the image. We're saturated by images on social media, on the internet. Every, everything has this kind of visual currency, visual literacy, and the images all look the same and they're quite, they're quite dire. You know, we're not learning to actually generate images from within ourselves, from within those deep subconscious impulses. We're not able to imagine new worlds, new stories. to just block out the images and you know going in to to activate imagination and imagine futures start dreaming again we spoke about freedom of movement if we are free when we move whether in some ways our movements are conditioned and orchestrated by external forces unconscious forces. Could we actually bend and expand this mold of conditioned behavior through physical movement and through dance? Yeah, well, it goes back to the beginning for me. My encounters with dance as a non-dancer and I suppose if we're talking about freedom of movement and liberation and this question if we're free because of internal or external forces is very political in the way that it's saying look we can dance
whatever's happening, we can dance, we can use our bodies and enjoy our bodies. And for me as an outsider to dance, that's a personal revelation, becoming more in contact with my body. Freedom from anxiety that our bodies can carry, freedom from the anxiety that capitalism puts on our bodies, that society puts on our bodies and these like shackles. that's a very emancipatory thing and idea and tool that I was never taught about until in my kind of early 30s when I had these encounters with dance. <laughs>